Alright guys, uh, welcome back. I'm here again with uh, Pastor Daniel. Hey, what's going on everyone? Um, man, th you know, there's a lot that's been going on, a lot of changes, a lot of things that have been happening. Uh, anything you want to share, Pastor? Uh, like you just said, there's a lot of things that are taking place, good things. Um, God is always on the move. And so it's when we least expect it that God is just in the moving process and just excited to see all the things that are taking place right now. and can't wait to see what's gonna take place right amen all right guys so today um we're gonna be reading in hebrews chapter 2 uh verses 9 through 18 and i titled this podcast where jesus is and um you know mostly about how you know jesus understands and we'll get more into it um, we definitely got some pretty good questions. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit always takes over and sometimes you end up going deeper than you think you will. But uh, let's jump into it. So uh, verse nine, it says, but we do see him who was made for a little while lower than the angels, namely Jesus, because of the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone so before i even ask the question pastors is there anything that you get from this yeah it's, i mean scripture is just saying you know we see jesus and we all see him we all hear you know how he was born of a man born man mm -hmm. in this world and he was made lowly he wasn't made into something that was rich wasn't born into wealth he was born as a baby and lower than the angels and so when jesus came into this earth into this world and he came as a living sacrifice you know he didn't he came as one of us because mm -hmm. he wanted to show you know that i can be you and i could do the things that you're able to do being the example and when we look at this you know he was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god might taste death for everyone that right there is for us to hear that we were born to go through suffering for everyone else in this world we ourselves would be unable to carry but jesus man being a, a, a man at this time being born flesh and blood came down to this world so that he can taste death for everyone mm -hmm. who would make that decision for us who would pay that price for us you know christ understood what needed to be done mm -hmm. and that's a that's a steep price for for anyone that i, I don't believe anyone would actually follow right. except for jesus All right yeah that's a really good point um you ever try to like sit and actually think about like the cost of what like the price that he paid you ever get like yeah deep into thought about it and like actually think about like in detail like because obviously the bible talks about it, like explains what he went through but yeah. have you ever sat there and just like actually thought about it yeah, there's, there's been times you know in my christianity even in my in my youth I would sit there and think about it, and I would be like, wow, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
And as you take more depth as far as looking into it and then apply and not not applying it to your life, but seeing yourself having to go through that, man, that's just something that, man, you know, you have to be one of a kind to do something like that. Right. I'm, I'm talking about one of a kind. And, yeah. and Jesus, I don't know how he could have that much patience, how he can love sinners beyond beyond anything because mm-hmm. unconditionally exactly like how do you get that how do you and to have to go through pain and suffering for 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 what but jesus understood the depth of it mm-hmm. and even when i sit here today and i try to understand the depth of it it goes beyond my understanding but see this is why it's awesome that we can serve a god that understands beyond what our thought process goes and knows what's best for us. That even though sometimes we cannot grasp what he had to do on the cross or even everything that he had to go through in his whole life, mm-hmm. that we should always keep that, that thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Because the more that we think about what he had to go through, the more thankful we would be. Right. Putting ourselves in his shoes, that, those are some big shoes to fill. Right. So, how, so my question is, does God understand? You answered that question. So, how do we know, right? Because I know over time, you understand, right, that okay, God understands what I go through. But, yes. for example, somebody coming into this, or somebody, like, starting to learn about you know who Jesus is, who God is, how they're three and one. Yeah. You know how how do they know, or how how would I know? Right. Just take me for example. Okay. How would I know that God understands? Right. Because you could tell me that. Yeah. But how do I know in my heart? Like, okay, you're right. God does understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Well, see, I believe that. If you, if you want to believe something or if you want to ask that question for yourself and you're truly looking for that answer, well, the only way you're going to get that answer is if you open, up, open yourself up to God and say, you know what, Lord, I need to see if you're real. Right. I need to see if you hear me. I need to see if you understand me. Because being open-hearted like this gives God plenty of opportunity to show himself real. Mm-hmm. But we can't say only God if you do this or only God if you do that, you know, because this right, is where yeah. we, like, yeah, we like to do that. Yeah. yeah. But Lord, show me something that you know with, that's deep within my heart. Show me something that, that has deeply hurt me that you can heal me from. Coming to God with a sincere heart and then allowing him to prove himself. Mm-hmm. This is one of the best ways to do it. Right. And then you have Christians that have been serving God faithfully for many years. And it's in their testimony. Mm -hmm. And it's what keeps them strong. You have a person, you have two different types. You have one that, you have people out there that tell stories. And then you have people that speak of their testimonies. Mm -hmm. See, stories will only last for so long. And eventually they'll fade away. And there's nothing that, that will keep that person doing good all the time right a testimony is something that was proven something that god has actually done 
And what that does, it continues to keep happening. God continues to show himself faithful. God continues to show himself true. Right. So if you want to have that, you got to always give the benefit of the doubt. Lord, do something in my life and see what changes. Right. So you're saying like, when you ask that question, come into it with no conditions, yeah. no expectations, but just pretty much at sincerely asking God, like, show me. Yeah, you know what? That, yes. But sometimes, you know, God, does, God moves however he wants. Right. Sometimes we come to God and we're like, Lord, if you show yourself here, at this place in this situation and you do something i'm going to believe in you mm-hmm. and god can be like you know what i know this person's heart i'm going to do this for them right just to win that person over and and sometimes when when we pray like this and even as those that have been around for a while they may not admit it but sometimes they may say lord if you're still there if you still hear me can you do this because if not i'm gonna you know struggle my belief but god will do whatever he wants and sometimes he'll just do it just to build someone up but to come to god with circumstances and say i won't believe you if Mm -hmm. then your heart's already closed right and it'll i I believe that'll be hard for you to even see that's a good word if he's even done anything anything Mm -hmm. because i'm only looking for one thing right but maybe god's working on all the other things and not just that one thing yet yeah that's very true so you're looking at what you don't instead of what you do exactly so you have to be open-minded open-hearted and be willing to see what god just does because he he knows what best fits us for that time and season right Uh, amen all right, so I'm going to jump to uh, verse 10. It says, For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and through whom are all things in bringing many sons to the glory to the perfect author of the salvation through sufferings. Uh, verse 11, For both he who sacrifice sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one father, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Uh, verse 12 saying i will proclaim your name to my brethren and the most of the congregation i will sing your praise and again i will put my trust in him and again behold i and the children whom god has given me um so let me go back a little bit my question is did I jump too far? I did. Yeah, just to go back a little bit home. Uh, keep going, actually. <laughs> All right, sorry about that, guys. So uh, I'm going to continue on to verse 14. Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, that through death he might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. For assuredly, he does not give help to the to angels, but he gives help to the descendant of Abraham. Now, I know before this, Pastor, you were sharing a little bit about, you know, um, something you had gotten for this 
You want to share a little bit? Yeah, so in verse, in verse 14 it says, And as much then as the children have partaken of the flesh, of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, which is the devil, and release those who through fear of death and all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed he does not give aid to the angels, but he gives aid to the seed of Abraham. Now going and looking into Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, it says, There is neither neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free person, there is not male and female, for you all are one in Christ. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendant, heirs according to the promise. And even in Genesis, it talks about God's promise to Abram. Mm-hmm. So what this is saying is, this is for everyone. That this is the reason why he had given himself as a sacrifice. It says right here, to release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Why? Because the enemy likes to come in and bring fear into everyone. And, right. you know, because... No one knows what fear, no one knows what death can bring. And sometimes, you know, we think about our families, we think about what we can lose or many different things or the, the unknown. Right. And so the enemy, the devil has had a, a strong grip on a lot on, on people today. You know, we have a lot of things that are going on, going on in the world that we thought would never happen. Right. Even if, as I was growing up as a kid. Things have not gotten this bad before. And now that I'm an adult and I have kids to take care of and, and, and goddaughters and God, godsons and uh, granddaughter, you know, my awareness to everything that's going on has become more alert. Mm-hmm. But in all of that, because God has broken, because Jesus and the sacrifice, he has broken that, that that bondage that, you know, fear would have brought mm-hmm. or anything that could have caused distraction in my life. Instead of having to worry about everything, now it's no longer worrying, but it's just like, Lord, whatever you are going to do, right. you are my provider. You are my savior. So whether it may be this or that, as long as I know that, that you're with me, I'm going to be okay no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so this is for everyone. It's not just for a chosen few, but not everyone wants to receive it. Right. You know, this is what it talks about. The only way that you can make heaven your home is if you ask Jesus to come into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. Why do you think that's so hard to accept? Well, because... For me, it was hard for me to accept something that I didn't know was true. Mm-hmm. It was something for, hard for me to accept because my pride says, why should I accept something to make heaven my home? I should make heaven my home automatically. Right. But when I read the Bible and I keep reading it, then it explains more and more. And then it started drawing curiosity to me because I want to know truth. I don't want to know my own beliefs. I want to know facts. Right. And the word spoke volumes into my life my past present and i know my future 
is going to be in God's hands no matter what. So it's the word and allowing it to be able to come and sit on my heart. To be able to read it and take it. Mm -hmm. And not to fight it, but to accept it. Mm -hmm. Even in the hardest of times. Has taught me, you know what? This is the right thing. Right. This is good. So would you say like understanding so you know are you saying like it's hard to accept so would you say that understanding more of what jesus did for us and actually experiencing like you were saying earlier you know you uh you were open-hearted enough to see what god was doing in your life Mm -hmm. and would you say that's what helped you to be able to accept it and know like oh wow like like he he's real he loves me and I, i now i understand you know, what he yeah. actually did. Yeah, and that's what helped me. Because my pride, arrogance, everything stopped me from wanting to even know. And so life dragged me down. And I always heard about Jesus, but it wasn't here nor there. Mm-hmm. And then I was just tired of life just dragging me around. And then I just, you know what? I want to know more about God. Because this life is just, it's going nowhere really quick. Right. And so that's when it came to that point where I became more willing. Mm-hmm. But what, man, what is that though, man? Like, I think that's a question I've always had is mm-hmm. like, you know, you're saying like pride, your arrogance, like it keeps you from being able to actually understand. And yeah. I, 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 I understand that firsthand, but like, I don't understand what that is. Like, what is it that triggers that that response? You know what I mean? Like, to where, like, literally everything just comes to the surface, and you're like, no. Like, I'm going to shut myself off. Like, right, your pride, your arrogance comes mm-hmm. in, and you're like, no, like, I need to see the facts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is that? To be that way? Yeah, like, what? Like, I guess it's different for everybody, in yeah. their, you know, in their own way, but because, you know, it... But it's something that's familiar with a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, where we get well, to I understand. The, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, do you understand what I'm asking? Well, let's put it this way. Everyone has grown up in different families, different backgrounds, different experiences and different everything. So in our mentalities before knowing God, we did what we could to survive. Right. We did. Us, ourselves, no one else. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't acknowledge God during this time. And so we take pride in that. I accomplished this. I did this. Right. I did that. And for some that are having a good life, that they themselves believe only did themselves. Yeah, only they made it possible. That God makes possible mm-hmm. for them. They just see them as themselves with good success. Mm-hmm. And so for, for some, it would be harder to accept, but God can still touch their lives. Right. God can still do something. They could see a street preacher, and they're going to be like, that's okay, what is that about? Because they also are missing something. Money doesn't solve everything. Right, yeah. Bigger bills, bigger houses, bigger, you know, problems. Those that have struggled their whole life struggle to survive. Mm-hmm. They have an instinct. It's automatic now. Right. So when someone comes in and says, hey, I have something for you that's going to save you. I have someone for you that's going to come into your heart that can heal you. 
their mentality can be like, well, I survived for this long. Right. I was in the streets. I did this. I did that. And so it all depends on the background. But sooner or later, there's someone out there that's going to realize that there's something missing. Something that, a piece of the puzzle that they can't find that they're in search for. And they search all over the world. They search in the world trying to find it. Mm-hmm. But see, God created us in, our, in his own image. So God created us for a purpose. We all have a purpose. And if we're not fulfilling that purpose, there's something missing. We, ha- we all have that. But when we come to God, we finally realize what our purpose is. Right. And we realize, you know what? I was created for a reason. It wasn't for this lifestyle. It wasn't for that lifestyle. This type of lifestyle led me to this circumstance. And instead of blaming God, then we come to God and say, man, Lord, I had it wrong this whole time. Right. So, and correct me if I'm wrong. So, it's almost like once God starts exposing the way that you think, Mm -hmm. like your own understanding you thinking that you did it like right you read the word and all these things challenge what it is that you think right like doing it yourself and then god says he provides you know um like oh i got myself out of this when god sent jesus to save you right and then you think about like providing right Mm -hmm. god provides i mean a lot of the ways that we think and the ways that we live the especially before we came to god it was it, all of it's challenged in the word in the word which I, which is why like i think i know like i know for me reading a lot of it at first it challenges your mentality to be different right because i mean you think of how jesus lived in the world mm-hmm. right he wasn't rich he didn't have all this stuff he didn't have material stuff he literally came for one reason and one reason alone and if you look at who he was as a person and like who we are in the world like, well, one, we're selfish, yeah, right? Like, we think of ourselves, you know, it's about us, what we put out, you know, we yes. worry about what people think about us, how we look, how we feel. Like, there's so much that goes into that, and the Word tells us not to do that. And so it's really easy. I can see how it's really easy. Like, I, I know for me, even personally, there's moments, or there have been moments where, like, it gets challenged, so you start questioning a lot of things, and then your pride you know, um, your arrogance, your denial, you know, all these different things come out. So that actually leads me to my next question, though. So I know you're saying, like, you know, what Jesus did, but why did Jesus have to do that? Like, why did God send Jesus to be made like us so that way we could have a way? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, per- that's a perfect question. And the only answer is we can see the way that Jesus lived his life. Everything that he experienced in his life, we experience today. Well, Jesus don't know this and Jesus don't know that. Jesus doesn't know uh, anything that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't know about challenges. He doesn't understand um, pure pressure. He doesn't understand right. what it is to even be scared or, or, or what it is to be challenged, you know, in the flesh. And he doesn't know any of that. Well, you know, it talks about in the Bible where the, 
the spirit talking about the devil takes him to the highest mountain tells jesus you can have all this be bowed down to me offering him the world and its riches and everything jesus speaks scripture to him says and tells him scripture so that he can just basically tell the devil to shut up right in reality yeah um also when it comes to the, we have to look at the story of the Garden of Gethsemane. When Jesus is praying and he's asking God the Father, if this cup can pass from me, let it pass. But if this is your will, then let it be done. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus experienced many different things in his life. And we can't say, well, he doesn't know this, he doesn't know that. He knows sacrifice. He knows love. He knows giving of himself. Mm-hmm. He knows loving the people. He knows what sacrifice truly is. He knows right. what death is. So we can say that, you know, he doesn't understand, but he does. In order for him to say, I know what you're going through. I've been there and I've done that. This is why he came into this world as a man faced every obstacle and challenged mockery mm-hmm. embarrassment right. something that would break us because of our pride and our arrogance and our this is what i am you know i'm a man or i'm a woman and right. you know i don't bow down to no one kind of mentality right um man, I, that kind of caught me off guard that went a little deep there um so would you agree that like when we say things like that that's kind of like our excuse of not having to actually face the reality of it well do you know what i mean yeah there's sometimes you know we can say it because we know that there's a reality and sometimes we say it because we don't know that there's that reality so kind of like we're scared we're scared to even know that there's anything else mm-hmm. or you know what i don't need it right now it's one or the other it's like the unknown yeah i mean everyone's scared of the unknown right. Let, let's think about the the coronavirus you know when it was taking place no one knew how to act mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear that was taking place right. a lot right everyone rushing to the stores everyone you know getting everything that they can to survive fear jumped into place there's reaction because something that was unknown made them react and it made everyone react it made everyone think a lot of families lost someone Mm -hmm. i lost someone right and when the unknown is out there, we don't know on how to act sometimes. And mm-hmm. we react out of just pure action. Right. Emotion. Emotions. And emotions can always get us. Right. And so when it comes to that, not knowing who God is, for those that are unbelievers, they don't know on how to react to it. Mm-hmm. It's unknown. Is it, it's probably hard to find out, so therefore, should I even try for it right now? It just kind of ends there. Yeah, I'm good right now. I'm okay. 
I don't need that right now. Right. So. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one for sure. It's easier to just push it away and not have to face it. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I, like, I know it, it's such a beautiful thing to know that, like, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, wherever you are, that there's help, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that, like, there's so much peace that comes with knowing that God understands. Yeah. Right? Like, not only does he know my heart, so no matter what I'm trying to tell myself, no matter, no matter how many excuses I'm making for mm-hmm. myself or how sorry I feel for myself, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, I know he understands. Yeah. So it's like, of course, there's always going to be a form of emotions, whatever it is for whoever it is. But at the end of the day, like, over time, you learn, like, okay, like, I can't depend on this. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, you know, walk by faith and not by sight. Like, I know he has a plan for me. I know that he'll never leave me. I know that, like, you know, the more that, like you said, you know, the more that I've come to know God, the more that I understand what he did for me, the more that I understand that, you know, um, like, the sacrifice that he made, right? What he had to go through to make that sacrifice. Like, he left because, okay, so he became a man, right? He was God, right? Three in one, became a man, and then had to go through all that for us, for people who technically deserve the punishment, right? And to know the forgiveness, like the peace that comes with understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's hard to put into words, it right? Is. Because once you experience it, it's different. Yes. Like, you can't really put it into words, but you know in your heart, like, there's so much peace. Like I, I could probably never ever put it into words yeah, because it, it's an experience that only you can experience. Right. And it's hard to even put into words. But right. Yeah. I really it, it's like one of those, like, again, like the Bible says, it's peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, like you don't understand it completely, but you don't need to because you know, like God's got you. Like he's got your back, you know. Um, so to read the last two scriptures real quick. In verse 17 and 18, it says, Therefore, he had to be made like his brethren in all things, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted in that which he has suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. So, and with that scripture right there, now I want to read the Matthew chapter 4. It's the scripture that I, was, I didn't give at when um, Jesus was being tempted by the devil. Matthew 4, verse 8. Starting at verse 8, it says, Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, the Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. See, right here, it, gives, it is a good example for those that are being tempted. See, right here, Jesus was, could have had everything. Mm-hmm. Everything in the world, all, all its, the world's glory, the world's riches, the world that everything it had to offer. 
And this was his reply, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. So when it comes to verse 18 of Hebrews chapter 2, For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to avoid, he is able to aid those who are being tempted. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus has been tempted. He wasn't tempted once. He was tempted more than plenty of times. Mm-hmm. But he himself has suffered too. He had losses. Right. He understands how a loss is. And see, when we look at John the Baptist, for instance, Jesus heard of him being beheaded. Mm-hmm. Now, John the Baptist was the one that baptized him. He was preparing the way for the people of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And so, John the Baptist had a significant, I would say, impact for the people. And was the one that baptized Jesus. So there was a close relationship with that. And so he experienced loss. He experienced heartache. Right. And he experienced temptation. He experienced death. He experienced every emotion that we experience. Humility. Pain. Suffering. You name it. Right. He felt it. Well, how do I know this? The Bible says so. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, God truly understands in what position we are in today. Right. He, he, he does. Right. He knows how it is to be everything going good, ministering to the people, and then receiving bad news in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And how he handles it even going forward from there. Right. So, God gives that. So, it says... Um, aid to those who are tempted so how does jesus tend to us men were being tempted so or just in anything i would say in general because the scripture talks about you know um temptation Mm -hmm. it talks about um what he had to go through right how you know the things that we go through yeah so pretty much it overall um, but to narrow down, it would, let's just say, let's just say temptation. Um, as we are tempted, how does he tend to us? Well, in his words, he will not let temptation overtake us. Mm-hmm. And so he helps us by giving us faith. He helps us by giving us a way out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes most of the time we have to make that decision. There's always an open door to get away from temptation. But sometimes, you know, we may turn a blind eye or we pretend that we don't see the way out right. or the temptation just looks too good and we don't want to look the other way. Right. But God will even at times remind us even of the things that he's done to keep us. Like, you know what? This temptation right here is not worth giving up everything that you've done for me. Mm-hmm. And so in that, our faith, it, it grows, it, it, it's strengthened, and we get courage, we get everything that we need from being reminded of what God has done in our lives. Right. So what's, what's the dirty work Right, and I say dirty work because obviously, you know, there's work that has to go into this um, in regards to receiving these things. Like, 
what's the background stuff that goes into this right like you're saying um about you know uh receiving it like the the receiving aspect of it and how jesus tends to us what do we do on our parts does that make sense no okay so um so you're talking about how he tends to us right so what do we have to do or what do we do in order to actually understand when he's doing these things you know what i mean like so for example right um we're doing what god is asking us to do something happens in in that moment when that thing happens right Mm -hmm. what what's the next step that we know when god's doing something right or or not even necessarily that um that is part of it so for example right like you said you're ministering to the people yeah you receive bad news Mm -hmm. like what what's the first thing that you do or what are the first things i guess you should say that you do right like that i that i would do well, or yeah, anyone you, you could do or or anybody in general. You know what I mean? Let let's just say, for example, I'm somebody who is new to this, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I'm I'm digging in. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to reach out to people. Okay, and something hard just hits me. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like, how do I handle that? You know well, what I mean? That's gonna be based on your relationship with Jesus, right? Everyone handles it differently. Um. Maybe you would just go and take care of that business right away. Maybe you'll just go and and take care of whatever the the circumstance may be. You know, it it all depends where you are in your relationship with with Christ. Right. Christians that have been serving God faithfully for many years, they will look at something that takes place, but they will, but in their minds or in their hearts, like you know what. I got to finish this real quick because this is what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go and take care of this problem or I'm going to take care of this issue. I'm, I'm going to help bring some type of something to this, whatever it, problem may be. Or to some be like, oh, I've got to drop everything. I got to go and I got to take care of this. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've learned that. God is always going to be there for me, right. no matter what. So in the midst of everything, no matter what I'm going through that day, that week, that I'm always going to put God first because he's the only source of strength that I have for my life. Nothing can give that to me. Mm-hmm. He's the source of will that I'm going to be able to receive, to be willing to continue to stand and do what's right because the world has failed me. Right. It's because I continue to put God first. He's continued to be faithful. And so therefore, as I continue to do that, my, 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 my direction has grown more to God. And then whatever else takes place, I will handle after I take care of his business. Right. Because he has never failed me. He has always taken care of me. And the world has just left me for dead. So, God always comes first in my life. But for those that are just barely, you know, coming into Christianity, they're going to do whatever's on their hearts. And whatever's on their hearts, they're going to do. 
Right. And they have a free choice to do whatever they need to do. But as you grow, then things change. Your heart changes. Your mentality changes. Your desire changes. Your desire, everything changes. And we always got to take care of problems. But sometimes problems can be distractions. Right. So we always got to seek God and how to handle every problem. Right. Every situation that arises. Right. But it was a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Right. Come and get into that point. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. And for some, it's like, man, you're crazy. I would rather take care of this first. And yeah, that's true. That's, that's where I was. I'm taking care of this. I'm taking care of that first. Yeah. I was, I was, I was like that. That was me. But that changed that when God continued to prove himself. Over and over and over and over again. Right. God always gave me a resolution. God always gave me the healing. God always gave me a closing, a closure. Right. And I never felt a peace like that. Right. That's how we tended to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I mean, because I mean, you think about right what the world has to offer and everything that we're willing to go through to get the things that we want. Yeah. Right. And then you think about, okay, I know what Jesus went through and I know this isn't going to be easy, but I know that as I keep pressing in, right, taking it day by day, you know, not looking too far, not looking behind, but just pressing in, knowing that, you know what, like you said, you know, um, when I take care of God's business, he takes care of mine, Mm -hmm. you know, and just every day just doing, you know, what God puts in your heart. Like, I don't know, it's it's a admirable, you know, because you think, like, everything's a process. Yeah. Everything in your walk is a process. Everything takes time. And it's crazy how time is the only thing that can really help you understand, mm-hmm. like, these things through the experience, through, like, there's so much that goes into it, but, you know, as you experience more things, as you learn more things, but the dirty work, like what I was saying earlier, like, you know, if you didn't read the way you were supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't actually read your word, actually try to learn your word, understand your word, you know, you didn't get, you know, your own counseling, your own help, you didn't ask questions. Yeah. That's what I mean by dirty work. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff that you really don't want to do all the time, but you still decide to. You know what I mean? That's that's what partially has gotten you to this point you know what i mean yeah like without all that without understanding what jesus did for us without the process like i mean where would you really be at you know i would be lost yeah you know i mean where would any of us be you know definitely be lost because we put in work in the world and we and we sacrifice for the world yeah to gain we made compromise we made anything that we could to gain. And so when it comes to God, what are we willing to sacrifice still? Right. What are we willing to do to gain? Right. To grow, to be able to achieve. You know, but God doesn't ask for much. Right. The world takes our lives. It takes everything from us. Mm-hmm. Even our our mentalities are you know everything right it sucks the life out of you basically yeah yeah. and you know what's crazy is like you know i've i've had conversations before where 
people think that like it's not fun mm-hmm. or like their christianity there's no fun in that like it's just strict it's just rules you know there's no uh there's you have no life like yeah. you just you're just at church and like Been that's there. that you know what i mean like yeah. you and it's always confused me because i'm like man like if you actually got to hang out with us and got to actually like you know go to the events or the barbecues or whatever it is yeah, that we're having like exactly you do we're just normal people like the only difference is that we understand that we're sinners you know but we accept god's help you know, and it's just we want to be different. You know, we don't want to go through what we went through because we already know what that has to offer. Exactly. You know, and yeah, you know, I I can go on and on forever, but like it, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just. Is there anything else you had to share, Pastor? Before we no, just you know, we we all are in this life of having to make a lot of choices in life, right? And in some. In some instances, you know, it's it's that one choice that can change your life mm-hmm. forever. For example, let's look at the one that takes out a, a gun to take another life. That one decision yep. can change both of those people's lives forever. Mm-hmm. And everyone around them. And everyone around them. Yeah. It affects. It's the same thing with God. That one decision to trust him and to acknowledge him right. and to say, you know what? I want to give my heart to you. I want to believe in you. That one decision could change your entire life mm-hmm. and everyone around you. Right. And everyone's affected by it. Right. It's contagious. Would you rather want to live a good impact or a bad one? Right. Because the bad one hurts, it defeats, it cripples. Right the emotions of everyone and there's one that builds edifies loves strengthens, encourages people that are around you by the spirit of god that's in you i want to be that one that encourages right and there's that one that's out there that's like well i don't know how it's a simple prayer you know just say lord jesus come into my heart as my personal lord and savior forgive me of my sins of all that I've done in my past and make me a new creation in Jesus' name. And that's all it is. And just know that God hears your prayer no matter what. And now be ready. Be ready and willing to just listen to his voice. Right. So what what do you say to the person who has a million questions, who has all the doubt, and what do you say to the person who just doesn't believe? Reach out to someone that's out there because they always know someone else that goes to church. Mm-hmm. They always know so- someone knows somebody. Right. Everyone can always find a connection right. when you want to. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking for drugs, you're going to find a connect. You're right. going to ask a friend to ask a friend to ask a friend. Mm-hmm. If you want to know something about God, there's someone that knows someone that knows someone, something about God. Mm-hmm. Our information is out there. We have a church number. It doesn't matter where you're from. Right. You call that number. You ask any question you want, and you'll get answers. Right. So it's a it's a it's a willingness to be wanting to go out there and ask, but don't search the internet. Mm. The internet will lead you all mm. kinds of ways. Right. There's a lot of truth. 
you want to go to someone that has been serving God for many years and see what their understandings are biblically right and what they have to share right amen all right well that's it for this episode uh thank you guys for listening um we really appreciate you guys' support you know again like you said you know our information is out there it's on uh we have our website facebook instagram um just type in the living word of christ ministries in bakersfield california and uh you'll find all the all the information on there so thank you guys again for listening pastor you want to close this out father we just thank you lord for tonight we thank you lord for your word and i pray that you continue lord to help us in everyday life and situations that we face and those that are listening my god i just pray that you open up their hearts and that there be a seed that is planted within their hearts my god continue lord to water them and speak to their hearts lord and be with them in jesus name we pray amen 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 all right guys so that'll be it for this episode we honestly just want to thank everybody for your support if you or someone you know is looking for a church our doors are still open and you can watch on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, weekly on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can watch any service, including the Women's Conference, on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. For directions, we are located at 1107 Alta Drive, Bakersfield, California, 93305. We'll see you on the next episode, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Inner Conversation is brought to you by the Living Word of Christ Ministries. Our mission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can watch service live at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Or if you miss service, you can catch what you missed on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy.